some big swings on day one of NHL free agency. We talk about the winners, the losers, and whatever the Philadelphia Flyers are doing. Plus, we look at what the Minnesota Wild may do on day two of NHL free agency, all today on Locked on Wild. You're locked on Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up? What's happening? Welcome to another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Wild your first listen each and every day. And just as a reminder... Locked on Wild is available any place you want to listen for absolutely no charge. On today's episode, we take a look at day one of NHL free agency with some of the biggest moves made by teams throughout the NHL. We talk about the Wild's stance on day one and what they may do on day two of NHL free agency. Plus, we'll try to figure out what former Wild GM Chuck Fletcher is doing in Philadelphia, but... We may be here a while for that. My name is Seth Topal, host of Lockdown Wild. We've got the Triangle of Authority here uh, for another episode. Alex McLeady and Zach Zeman joining us because we we went big after the uh, the Kevin Fiala trade. We we went big uh, for pretty much every big noteworthy item that's happened so far this offseason. So had to go big again here for uh, for free agency. And so, gentlemen, we'll just let's just hop right in, and uh, we'll start by talking about the Wilds. A little bit of a quiet day for the Wild after the Cam Talbot trade. Uh, Alex, what do you think? Were you su- a little surprised that the Wild didn't maybe try to move a little more salary to potentially make a move for a big free agent? Yeah, a little bit, but uh, you know, there was there was quite a bit of overpays today too, like way overpays. Um, guys were getting longer. Uh, I, I was more shocked with the years compared to the money. Um, just, I was like, Randos are getting three and four year contracts and guys over 30 getting, you know, you know, like I said, four or five years, some guys are getting eight year contracts. So I was like, Holy buckets. So, um, a little surprising, you know, they have, you know, they have Kulikov that they could try to move, but you know, they also don't know the status of John Merrill. So I think they're a little nervous about that. And, you know, sometimes uh, being quiet is, you know, it's, it's never a bad thing. We, you know, we saw some teams that are really putting, putting themselves in a, in a deep hole and, you know, some teams that have been successful for a long time are maybe going to start to go off a cliff, uh, AKA uh, Vegas and, and the Flyers, who knows? It's it's a mess. So <laughs> we'll get to that for sure. Um, Zach, what do you think? Were you surprised that the Wild were a little quiet on day one of free agency? Or or does this play a little more into Bill Guerin's strategy of just being patient? Yeah, I think it's you know, it's it's kinda like fifty fifty. You know, it's it's good to not feel the pressure to make moves uh, you know, early on and, and risk a lot and in hopes of getting some big star that'll turn out to be some or some veteran guy who you are, you, you know, is dependable. So I feel like having that pressure off of you kind of just, you know, you can get to survey the land more and see what's really happening around the league and then make your move if you really want to. So I feel like it's not, it's not a big deal. Like it's not, 
it's not going to hurt the wild moving forward, but you know, it's, it, it just shows you that, you know, they know what they're up to and, uh, and, and something's going their way or else they'd be frantically moving stuff around and, and it's good that they're not. So they obviously have their ducks in a row. I think Alex hit on a really good point. You both did, but I think Alex hit on the point that I think ultimately was the reason that the wild were a little more quiet in the status of John Merrill and Jordan Greenway, because two of the most tradable assets for the Minnesota wild, Dmitry Kulikov, maybe Tyson Jost too. Who would be the two that would be most likely to fill spots for those guys? Probably Tyson Jost in the case of Jordan Greenway because you know you don't have a Nick Bugstad or anybody. I mean, maybe Connor Dewar or Brandon Duhame slot up to that spot, but ultimately Tyson Jost would be in that mix. And with the defense rotation that the Wild have going into the season, Dmitry Kulikov going to be the guy that slots in to that spot. So I think had those two been healthy going into the season. Um, we may have seen Garen do a little bit more, but he said it himself. He's like, I don't want to make a move just for the sake of making a move. So I, I'll ultimately, I think, you know, you watch the, you watch, if you're at a party, you're bringing, you're bringing all the fellas to Vegas. It's really fun watching everybody else, and when I say fun, I'm being sarcastic. It's really fun watching everybody else spend all their money and then being like, I still have all mine. We're like two hours into the weekend. Still have time to, still have time <laughs> to spend that money. I think, I think something really important, too, to, you know, that we saw um, is the Wild put a lot of uh, you know, um, good faith in uh, – and Adam Beckman having him be like team Adam Beckman at development camp, you know, to make me, you know, make him feel good too, that he's a, still a giant part of the organization after kind of a quiet year in Iowa. And, you know, he could be that guy to, to fill the 13th forward spot um, too. Um, so yeah, I think, I think that was, that was key and lets him know that, Hey, I'm, <laughs> I still have a good chance to, to, to do something uh, with the, with the big club. I want to ask you both. We had two former Wild players that cashed in. Um, Nico Sturm. Well, Nick Bukestad did too. The main two that I want to focus on, Nico Sturm, who got three mil a year for, I think it was two years, um, two or three. And Nick Delorier got a four-year deal worth just under two with the Philadelphia Flyers. So he's going to Chuck Fletcher and the Flyers. Which of those deals was more eye-opening, do you think? I mean, it makes sense now why the Wild weren't going to be able to, to get those guys in, which is why Nico Sturm was traded during the season and why Nick Delorier just ended up walking in free agency. Which, which, uh, which contract was more eye-opening between those two? Zach, your thoughts? Well, that Delorier contract, I mean, <laughs> it, I mean – it's like kind of shocking. Like it's not kind of shocking. It's very shocking because it was clear that he was a rental for the wild. And, you know, he quickly became a fan favorite. Everyone's just trying to resign him one more year, you know, get this team going. But, you know, it's clear that, that he just wasn't it. And, you know, it's like all of his stats say that he's not going to help your team offensively and all that, but he's still an enforcer. So I guess there's some value in that and having that, you know, energy in the locker room. But, to have that contract with with Fletcher and the and the Flyers, like I just don't see how that's the missing puzzle piece. And and to give them that that term and the money, like I mean, I think that's league minimum at best. Like, come on, I can't believe 
over what was it like two mil like one point yeah. nine like oh geez dude I I don't know it's that's mind boggling but I'm happy for Nico Sturm just comes off a cup like that and you know finally gets some good money so you know it's it's good for him and it's good to see a former wild player like that succeeding so. Alex, were you as shocked by the Nick Delorier uh, contract, or, or was the Nico Sturm one more eye-opening in your mind? Uh, the, the, the Delorier, I mean, he's 31, and, uh, um, you know, like fighting is starting to slowly get out of the game. Uh, I know it's Philly, you know, um, they're just – they're known for that. Uh, but, you know, now now Chuck has Delorier <laughs> and Nick Sealer on the same team. Uh you know, if if they get behind by a couple goals, I mean, games could start to be complete gong shows. You, you know, they might just, you know, you'll see shots of both of them with bloody, bloody faces and bloody knuckles, and um, I can't imagine they might scrap in practice. You know, so um, yeah, that made no sense. You know, uh, you know, by the time that deal's over, it could look really, really bad, just because you know. We saw in the playoffs he didn't really. Yeah, uh, we thought that you know we signed to be to be a playoff player to um, you know show that aggressiveness and he was nowhere yeah. to be. He was on the mill carton versus uh, versus the Blues, um, which sad to see. Uh, Nico, I don't know what San Jose is trying to do because you know they they had a tough day. They had a really tough day. I mean, not only do you trade your best player in Brent Burns. But you're like, hey, Carolina, we'll pay a really, a really big chunk of of said contract too. Um, so I, I don't know what what they're thinking now. You know, Mike Greer, uh, you know, still has uh, arbitrage um, contracts with Eric Carlson and Mark Andre Vlasic is making seven million. Uh, oh. <laughs> That's got pickle. That's got to be the worst contract by far in the NHL. I don't know what they're thinking. Uh, they, um, you know, someone called me Chicken Little, a San Jose fan. Uh, I think they're San Jose's one of the worst teams in the league now. Yeah. Uh, I I don't know what 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 the what the plan is for them. It's it's too bad. I said I also said on Twitter to somebody today or tonight. Uh, when they decided to keep Evander Kane over Joe Pavelski uh, at the time, you know, Kane's obviously not there anymore, but that was the downfall of, uh, of the charts. <sighs> yeah. Flyers going back to the broad street bullies, the good old days. Yeah. It's, it's a nightmare. I mean, and they got, you know, they got Mr. Am I racist or not racist? Tony D'Angelo yeah. on the team. That was, you know, bad, bad PR signing and just a bad, bad, bad locker room guy. It's, it's a mess in Philly. What, they what could go wrong is going wrong. So. They also, yeah. you know, they signed Ryan Ellis and then he never, he just never played really. Um, and they still don't know if he's going to be ready. That one's bizarre. Um, <laughs> I, and, and Chuck also gave more money to Ristolainen who was awful in Buffalo. Yeah. Uh, so that, that made no sense. Uh, I, and they have no goaltending, um, so it's <laughs> taking taking a step back. Doesn't it make you feel good that we're not talking about the Minnesota Wild right oh, now? Oh man, yeah. yeah. You know, people. A lot of people. We saw it on Twitter on Minnesota Wild Twitter that they were mad with the tablet, you know, move. And but look, you, it could be worse. You could be a Flyers fan and have yeah. have no hope. Your star goaltender stuck in Russia. It's you know, it's it's bleak. It's bleak. Well, and like the other thing with this too is, you know, I I think we forget going 
pre-buyout, that was always going to be the case once Parisi and Suter were bought out was there was going to be some initial cap relief. Then the buyout dead cap money started to raise. And so you had that initial window to be a successful team and not saying the Wild can't do that this year, but they're obviously going to need a lot of guys to have similar like play above the level that you are capable of type seasons. But as more money gets thrown into those dead cap hits, it is there is going to be a point where this wild team takes a step back to reinvent this core and build around some younger players, the players that Judd Brackett continues to throw into the system. And so we're kind of on the we're kind of on the front edge of that, but I would expect that as it gets a little more tricky to be a competitive team with these buyouts that we're going to see some things start to to shrink in on themselves. And so, you know, that's I think about that almost as much as like I forget about the fact that the Minnesota Wild were one of the finalists for Jack Eichel. I forget about that on almost a daily basis. And we'll talk about Vegas in uh, a little bit here. Yeah, because that's a mess. But uh, the Wild did make some depth signings. And so before we shift gears to winners and losers of free agency, Wild did sign these guys to two-way contracts. Uh, Brandon Baddock, a one-year two-way contract. Uh, Forward Stephen Fogarty, John Fogarty's son. I'm, I'm sorry. I had to do it. Such a dumb joke, but I laughed so hard when I came up with that earlier today. I was sitting at my desk and work and just laughing just hysterically. So I had to put it on. Uh, also signed forward Nick Patan to a two-year two-way contract. And then defenseman Andre Schuster. Schuster. I even got it wrong in the pronunciations right here. Uh, Schuster's, as you said, Alex, six foot eight. He's a giant. <sighs> Zdeno Chara, come on down. <laughs> so yeah, right. the wild sign, those players who can be some injury insurance, but more so for AHL, Iowa depth. So those were some, some minor signings that may impact, but probably won't. And so there's still an opportunity for the wild to do some things uh, on day two of free agency. We're going to talk though about some of the teams that did well and some of the teams that did otherwise uh, as we continue today's episode of Lockdown Wilds after this. Our next partner has a product I use literally every single day. I started taking AG1 because let's just be honest here. There's not enough time in the morning to wake up, grab all the different vitamins and supplements that you want to take to get your day going, get them all arranged out on the ta- on the counter, take them all, and then get in your car and go to work. With just one scoop of AG1, you are absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help your, you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging, everything you could possibly want, plus it's lifestyle-friendly. Whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, AG1 is a small micro habit with big benefits. It's one thing you can do every single day to take care of yourself. And Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews, so you know other people love it too. 
And right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Continuing today's episode of Lockdown Wild, once again, thank you for making Lockdown Wild your first listen each and every day. Thank you for getting us to 1,000 subscribers on YouTube. Keep them coming. Keep with us as we continue to uh, guide you through the offseason here on Lockdown Wild. All right. Winners and losers of day one of free agency, raise your hands if you had the Columbus Blue Jackets being the ones that evident that eventually landed Johnny Goudreau. I kind of forgot about them. <laughs> <laughs> it was safe to say that the Wild were the better 2000 expansion team. And, and, and like, I, I couldn't even what, – what makes Johnny Goudreau want to live in Columbus? <laughs> Skyline Chili. That's, uh, that's got to be it. I mean – I, that was, I think, a good tone for the entire day of free agency was just that ultimate shocker um, by Johnny Hockey turning down 15-plus more million from Calgary and uh, turning down more money from the New Jersey Devils, his hometown. <laughs> Evidently, he wanted to play with Mr. Bond villain uh, Patrick Laine. Maybe. Because they still got to work on signing him too, do they not? Yeah, that <laughs> yeah. they might not have the cap room to do that. Yeah, so it's gonna that's gonna be that's gonna be interesting for sure. <laughs> Dude, Jeepers. Alex, the video you tweeted of of uh, Johnny like jumping to the cannon and oh man, he's got to get used to that. <laughs> Dude, that's hilarious. I forgot so, about that, but that so is funny. so funny. Yeah. Funny. <laughs> He was like smiling too. That was so funny. Do you, does he take some of his newfound money and pay Columbus to get rid of it? That's got to be that's got to be one of the best goal celebration things in the league. Yeah, that cannon. That's electric. That's, like no one else really does that. That's immaculate. Um, yeah, I love that. Sorry to get off track. Like no, we love tangents. Um, <laughs> who are some of the other big winners? of day one. I, and if, if you guys have teams that you want to throw out, by all means, go for it. Otherwise players, um, Alex, anybody in particular, you know, we talked about, uh, Johnny Goudreau getting the bag, but mm-hmm. any teams or players that jump out to you as clear cut winners from day one, uh, man, Detroit had an amazing day. Um, they got David Perron on a really, really good deal. Um, I think, you know, he's going to help that, you know, really young team. Uh, and he's one of still one of the best uh, power play guys um, in the league. And you, you stick him with, you know, guys like Raymond and, and Cider out there and Larkin. Um, yeah, they're going to be, they're going to be good here very soon. Um, I love the, uh, the hiring of their coach to Lalonde from com- coming from Tampa Bay. And so, uh, and, you know, they have, Huso uh, and Djokovic and, and as a good uh, one-two goalie tandem. So yeah, they they're gonna be very very fun team to watch. Uh, Carolina was by far the the best. You know, the, yeah. getting getting Brent Burns and Max Pacioretty. 
Max, I, I tweeted it out earlier tonight too. Could you imagine one day Max Pacioretty would be traded for future considerations? Unbelievable. <laughs> That's how bad uh, you know Vegas is down right now. Um, you know they, you know they, you know they get one of the best goal scorers in the last last decade. Um, you know Carolina's gonna be a cup contender if uh, Freddie Anderson stays healthy because you know you, you put Pacioretty with Teravainen and Aho. It's yeah, it's gonna be a lot of fun, uh, fun to watch. And Brent Burns, I still, you know, the guy still plays twenty five minutes a game. He at thirty seven, he's a workout freak. Uh, I, I really like the, what they did. Um, yeah, it's it's you know, and the the Devils breaking news just got Andre Palat, so they they finally you know landed a big big uh, free agent forward. So props to them for finally getting that done. Um, I love what Seattle did today too. Getting Andre Burakovsky, I think he's a sneaky pickup by them, and you know he he got a big deal, so I'm I'm excited for him. Zach, yeah. what was um what were some winners in your eyes, or what was your favorite move of the day? I like seeing that Brent Burns trade. I think that was pretty cool. I, I just remember I think the COVID year he scored this filthy like backhand goal against the Wild. Like I don't even it was like late third period to win the game for them. I just remember that. So, yeah, he, he used to torment us. Uh, still did. He was our draft pick, too. Why not throw that in there? <laughs> uh, so that, that was pretty interesting for me. Uh, I liked, you know, the two teams that I thought were fabulous today were the Red Wings and the Senators. I think they are finally making those, you know, they're adding those players that are like, you know, David Perron and, and Sherratt to the to the Red Wings there. Stevie Wise making moves. You got to help those uh, developing prospects, you know, I think it's awesome to, to help those guys out. I like uh, Husso and the Red Wings too. Like Alex said, I think he was great against the Wild, obviously, and that's no mistake. So, uh, I mean, if he's good in those playoff situations, why not put him on your team and and you know build around him? I, I like that. So, um, and I think adding Giroux, uh, you know, to the to the Senators also is is pretty neat. Um, kind of a failed experiment for for Florida. You know, they kind of gave up a lot for him. I like that first rounder, I think, and uh, uh, who is it? Uh, uh, I'm thinking of, uh, I don't know. They, they also gave up like a, a pick or a person or someone like that, but a first rounder as well. Sorry, kind of stuttering here. <laughs> um, but and then they sent them away, and so it's just like, you know, and it's kind of just helping Stutzla and, and uh, Kachuk and all those uh, growing people. So it's growing pop prospects. I think it's, it's pretty neat to see these guys – you know, get a new uh, change of scenery and help lead the younger guys in different parts of the world. So I think it's pretty sweet. Yeah, great. I um I loved the Giroux signing because of the fact that I, I think the Athletic mocked him getting a seven-year deal from somebody, and he ended up getting a three-year deal. So Senators get him for probably the best of his remaining productive seasons and don't have to worry about everything that kind of gets tacked on to the end of the deal. So I love that move. I like what the Senators are doing. Senators fans who are watching, um, thanks for tuning in. We love, uh, we love the Senators. They're, they're the second team, I think, um, for, uh, for a lot of Wild fans. So love, uh, love to see that. Um, I just – I'm going to throw it out there because Edmonton had the Mike Smith experience – and say what you will about Jack Campbell, he is a very substantial upgrade over Mike Smith. And they got some quality defensemen as well with not a whole lot of – they had some cap space, but not like a, a huge amount. They bring back Evander Kane, who is very productive for them. Um, 
I think Edmonton had a great day too, um, adding areas that they needed and taking advantage of just a strange series of events by the Toronto Maple Leafs surrounding their goalie situation, which we'll talk about um, here in a little bit. But I, I thought those teams won. I, I mean, the Hurricanes continue to kind of retool on the fly after some uh, some big free agents left them. And the, the big winner is players taking advantage of desperate GMs who are just standing in line to hand out money like it's going out of style. I mean, Ben Sherratt getting <laughs> just south of $5 million per from the Detroit Red Wings after he was acquired by the Florida Panthers for an unprotected first-round pick. <laughs> that guy has... He has taken advantage of some GMs that were desperate to make some moves. And so... yeah. Players getting paid, I think, was the big winner of the day today. And, uh, yeah, it's just just a fantastically crazy day one. Nazem Kadri didn't sign yet, so there's going to be more to come. And hopefully that will give an opportunity for the teams that we'll talk about next, an opportunity to figure out what exactly they are doing because we're going to finish by talking about the losers. There are plenty. And so we'll talk about that to wrap up today's free agency madness on today's episode of Lockdown Wild. From the people who invented healthy and tasty comes the latest gift for your taste buds. You've probably tried the amazing coconut brownie chunk built bar. I have to say I am the furthest thing from a fan of coconut, but this is one of my favorite flavors of built bar. And guess what? Your friends at Built have given Coconut Brownie Chunk the puffs treatment. That's right. The Coconut Brownie Chunk Built Bar flavor you love in a deliciously chewy marshmallow covered in 100% real chocolate. It's like a fluffy cloud of coconut brownie goodness. So stop drooling and take a listen to this. They're good for you too. Low calorie, low sugar, high protein, and all sorts of delicious. But they won't be around forever. So head to Built.com right now to make sure you don't miss out on these amazing tasting Built Bars and Puffs. And if you head to Built.com right now as well you and use the promo code LOCKED15, you'll get 15% off your order. Can't beat that, right? So head to lo- uh, Built.com, use the promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off of your order at Built.com. Final segment of today's episode of Lockdown Wild. Once again, thank you for tuning in each and every day, all off season long, as we uh, guide you through in preparation for the 2022-2023 season. Some teams have a lot of things to figure out on day two and beyond of uh, free agency. And so we talked about Chuck Fletcher and his uh, continued, his continued trying to achieve perfect mediocrity. <laughs> Had to, sorry. Um, but there were some other teams too. Like we, we, I think we got to start with the Vegas Golden Knights who now have been so cornered by cap restraints that they just gave away Max Pacioretty, who was their most prolific scorer last year. They just... 
they just gave him away. And the sad thing, Alex, they still are over the cap. It's it's a mess. It's a complete mess. Um, you know, I said it from the moment the Jack Eichel trade happened. I said it's going to be a disaster, and it clearly has. Not only did it cost them uh, Alex Tuck, who I think is a future star in this league, uh, Peyton Krebs, who's a really talented. He was a first round pick, um, and they you know they gave the 16th pick to um, also. Uh, to Buffalo, um, and you lose Max Pacioretty, your your best players in franchise history. You know, um, so it, it's it's a complete 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 mess. Uh, you know, someone we know uh, uh, said that it's kind of like an expansion team going in reverse. Um, you know, so it's 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 crazy. Um, you know, they fired another coach. You know, and now they bring in Bruce Cassidy, um, and who knows how that's going to go. Um, we saw that, you know, the reason why he probably got fired from Boston is he clashed with, with the younger guys. So, <laughs> um, and Vegas, that might, they might have to start going young because they can't afford any, any to sign anybody. So if he can't get along with young guys, how's that going to go? Uh, why would you want to be the coach in Vegas too? There's not a whole lot of security. They've fired multiple coaches now in a short, you know, time in, in their franchise. Uh, so it could, it could get ugly real quick there. Zach, what did you think of the Pacioretty handoff? I guess, I guess yeah. handoff is the best way to put it. Yeah. <laughs> Dalvin cook up the middle. Here he is for free. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's safe to say a lot of uh, NHL fan bases are very happy at they're seeing Vegas starting to decrease in, efficiency i mean that vegas has tormented like the sharks even the wild like all these other teams and you know i bet they're pretty happy to see vegas finally taking a breather and stepping down for a little bit and you know letting room in for other teams i guess but yeah that that was to see max patcheretti the guy who's been just tearing apart teams um especially with vegas and on the canadians like i i for future considerations that's like <laughs> it's literally the funniest phrase that has ever been said in, a, in like a trade, just future considerations, period. Like that's it. Like, the Kings, like, the Kings social uh, or the Twitter <laughs> page said, did a thank you to, you know, future considerations. They hate Vegas too. Like, they, oh, like 100%. All, these, all of these, like I'm telling you, Vegas just runs all of them. You know, they do like, I bet, I bet if you look up Vegas Golden Knights history against all these teams, it's been just completely lopsided. So yeah. they're finally, like I'm saying, they're finally happy and they're, you know, chirping Vegas for once, like for once since in, 2017. Enjoy it while it lasts. Yeah, literally. <laughs> well, like, it's, this is us. It's like the Wild and Blackhawks. Like yeah. the Blackhawks are finally down to the Wild. You know, it's just, it just is what happens with San Jose that. too. They're in the free fall. Yeah, I, like, um, yeah. I was asked by the uh, the Locked On Senators crew about what I observed about Alex DeBrincat uh, to speak to that exact topic of the wild success against Chicago, and they're like, "So what did uh, what sorts of things did you see in terms of of competitiveness and ability from DeBrincat when he faced the Wild?" I'm like, "I don't really know because we were throttling him every time we yeah. played him." <laughs> So yeah. yeah, it's the shoe always the other shoe always drops, and so. Thanks, oh boy, 
That team is a mess. Um, and that's a perfect segue into another one of the, I think, losers of the entire offseason process is the Chicago Blackhawks, who got like three quarters of the way into like an aggressive rebuild. And then we're like, eh, yeah, maybe we can... I don't know, be kind of a weirdly competitive team. They acquire um, Morozik, who is going to be their starting goaltender because they literally had no one else to do it. And they now have Alex Stalock, too. And in all of this, they have held on to Patty Kane and Jonathan Taves because evidently they didn't want to leave. What's, What's going on with Chicago? It makes no sense. I mean, they... Uh, you know, they traded Brandon Hagel that started it, you know, that, that started the, um, you know, the rebuild process. If you want to, you know, want to say that you trade, <laughs> uh, you trade Kirby doc, um, you know, so they just, they're letting, letting all their young players go. Um, and usually in a rebuild, you get rid of your old guys. Um, yeah, it just, it makes, it makes no sense, you know, and then they, um, you know, they're, there's, they're just letting Dylan Strom walk, you know, they could have traded him like the wild trade Kevin Fiala, at least, at least get some, some type of asset back. They're just letting him walk, uh, makes, <laughs> makes zero sense. Um, no. <sighs> they got more, they got more for Hagel than they got for Debrinkat, which is crazy. It's crazy. I, I don't get it. And then today, they sign uh, Max Domi and Andre Antonaseu to twin deals. Um, why, why are you signing those guys after you let literally everybody else walk? It's just weird to bring those two in. I think they're just gonna they sign them to to trade them. You know, I think you know because they're gonna be the worst team in the yeah. Uh, it's sad that Arizona might be be better yeah. than Chicago in yeah. our division, um, which is sad. You know, so they might just try to trade those guys to contenders and get, get, uh, you know, get draft picks. Uh, but it, it makes no sense. Um, and you know, now the, um, you know, now the Seth Jones extension kicks in this season, oh. so. <laughs> which is also one of the oh, worst contracts. So bad. In, in the NHL. So bad. It, it, it's a nightmare. It literally is a nightmare. You can't, um, you know, Peter Morozik and Alex Stalock are their one two. Um, yes. <laughs> that is by far one of the worst goalie tandems in the league for sure. Locked on Wild fans need to be watching YouTube right now. You should be seeing I'm, all these face palms, it, and all these shaking. I'm heads. melting it, down it, at it, hearing it, this. It, we're all just like, <laughs> and I'm over here giggling. I have no I, idea what Kyle Davidson is doing, and you know it's like. Come on. I mean, come on. This is this is a proud franchise. And now, you know, to see the United Center this this fall, it's it's gonna be sad. There there's no way they're selling out that arena for sure. You're not gonna be uh hearing a lot, you know, their their famous goal goal song a lot yeah. this season for sure. I don't want to hear Chelsea it. Dagger is gonna be it's gonna be on mute. Yeah. They it, might not draw as many fans as Arizona. What if, they're gonna what need a lot of uh, they're gonna need a lot of bobblehead nights. Oh, <laughs> what if they put a Chelsea dagger when the opposing team scores? It'll, it'll, it'll <laughs> <drop them off. laughs> 
That's the line of the night, folks. Oof. We can go off more. <laughs> now, I liked how you said it's going to be probably one of the worst goalie tandems in the league because a team that has had no shortage of flirtation with advancing past round one and just can't quite get there has gone from Jack Campbell, who had a really – I, I'll say it. All-star. He was an all-star. He had a very good season. And they elected to replace him with Matt Murray. Yeah, like what? He was a nightmare with Ottawa. A nightmare. Complete nightmare. And Sam Sonoff is the backup who was a nightmare with Washington. Washington had zero faith in their goaltending that they let Sam Sonoff and Vanacek just say, we can't do it. We can't do it again. We can't. To, yeah, run, to let Washington both of your feels. goalies go, that, that, that says something. How do you think Washington feels with Kemper coming in now? That's got to be just the biggest sigh of relief. I it's- honestly, like, I think, which is why I had Edmonton in the win column, like, you look at two teams that struggled in the goaltending position arguably the most of teams that were pretty good. Right. Edmonton, yeah. Washington, and they both substantially upgraded. Yeah. And teams yeah. with two of the, you know, that have two of the best forwards, you know, or, you know, two with Edmonton, one with Washington in, yeah. in the league, and you know, Alex Ovechkin and then Leon Dreisaitl and Connor McDavid. And it's so hard when you don't have, you know, good goaltending. You, you know, I mean, you can have some of the best players in the world, but if your goaltending is – is horrible. You're not going to win. Uh, you're not going to get as far as you want. So, um, you know, kudos to both of those organizations for um, upgrading and, and goal. <sighs> Some th- things going on that I, I can't. Um, and I just, I, I just was scrolling and I'm, I'm not going to read it because it makes me ill, but somebody tweeted out the number of players that the Vegas Golden Knights have basically had to give away in order to be cap compliant since they came oh. into the league, and it is oh. something. <laughs> so, um, let's finish with this. Uh, just looking ahead to what's to come today and going forward um, for the Minnesota Wild and for others. What uh, what would you guys like to see from the Minnesota Wild? I know Bill Guerin has said he wants to maybe get like a bottom six forward to throw into the mix that could you know battle it out for a spot. Um, do you guys have any specific needs, Zach? Do you have any specific needs that you'd like to see the Wild address, or do you mostly just want to see Bill Guerin continue to play things reasonably as opposed to reactively? Yeah, I'm pretty happy I'm not a GM because I really don't have an answer. But I think bottom six, if you can find someone who's just substantial and, and is just like, you know, uh, you know, not like a tough bet or not like a reach or, you know, a bet. You know what I mean? If, if yeah. you find someone who's just uh, what's consistent. There you go. Finally, Zach, <laughs> you get a consistent bottom six on a short term, you know, cheap. Sure. Perfect. And I think I think the wild would be fine regardless if if it's not made and if it is made. So, I think I think the reason they're sitting quiet, uh, just to reiterate, is because they got their ducks in a row. And I think that they, like I said, we've talked about the craziness that's happened today, and and it could be way worse for this franchise. And I think right now they're pretty 
they're pretty good where they're at. So I'm pretty, I'm pretty satisfied. Alex, what would you like to see going forward in free agency? Yeah, it's kind of interesting. There's still some uh, unique names that are available. Um, old friend, uh, Nino Niederreiter is, <laughs> is available. Um, Phil Kessel. You imagine if Phil came here? Um, oh my wasn't God! That a thing called, uh, like a long time ago, where he well, Phil turned to... down. Phil turned yeah. down a, um, a Zucker for Kessel trade. Yeah, but... um, you know, you know, if they could get him cheaper, that that'd be funny and interesting to see. Just uh, just for the quotes, um, oh. you know, Phil's just just an absolute character. Um, you know, one guy that's out there, uh, you know, but it seems like you know teams are. Um, you know, overpaying, so he might get more than than the Wild could afford. Is Dylan Strom uh, yeah. from from Chicago? Um, yep. He's a guy that can score, uh, that can play on the power play. So he's kind of kind of intriguing. There's a guy um, right there in Edmonton, uh, Pulyarve, um, that is very intriguing. Uh, the analytics crew just absolutely loves him. Oh yeah. Um, there's a guy like uh, um, you know Owen Tippett. Um, and so, yeah, there's, 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 there's still some names out there. It's Sonny Milano from Anaheim who um, had one of the goals of the year with Zegras. Um, you know, that, you know, it was a good, good power play guy, good, very extremely skilled player that could be cheap. Um, you know, so there's, there's names out there, Riley Smith from Vegas. Um, Cause Vegas still can't, can't afford to pay him right now. Um, <sighs> We can give him future considerations. Maybe right? Tyler Pitlick, um, you know, just because I'm a Mankato guy. Not Rem. Yeah, uh, <laughs> not, not Rem. Not Rem. Um, yeah, so there's 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 guys out there. I mean, and you know, um, there's still you know the trade route that you know that Bill could could go down. So yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting for sure. We'll keep you up to date on all of it. Uh, I will leave you with a couple of things. If you haven't had a chance yet, go find those clips of the Wilds draft room behind the scenes. They're fantastic. Watching Judd Brackett, Bill Guerin, even Craig Leopold's get in on the fun. They're mic'd up. They're going through, and Guerin's asking people whether or not they brought sandwiches um, just, just a lot of fun, and that kind of access is really fun to see from teams. Uh, not a lot of teams do that, and um, it's it's just it's a fun to kind of peek behind the curtain. So if you haven't seen those yet, I encourage you to find them. From what I was told, Wild Development Camp, Marco Rossi looks great, which is super encouraging heading into this season. So uh, take that for what you will, and... If we have a trade, if we have big free agent signing, we'll let you know about it on tomorrow's episode, maybe even later today on uh, Locked on Wild. So make sure you're keeping it tuned to Locked on Wild, your best source for Minnesota Wild information every single day of the week. We are keeping you up to date with new episodes every Monday through Friday as part of the Locked on Podcast Network.